Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. NFL Draft coming up in two weeks. Do it in Vegas for the first time. That's mm. going to be pretty cool because, as Very we know, cool. it's always going to be a party in Vegas. I, I do worry, and this has nothing to do with it being the NFL draft. I wouldn't care if it was the NBA draft, college baseball. I don't care if it's a, a Shriners convention. There are a lot of bad things that can go down in Vegas when you get that many people that are all there at once for the same thing yeah. in town. Because I guarantee you, when they had it in Nashville a couple years ago, that was probably a big-time party. I guarantee you a lot of bad things went down in Nashville. So there's nothing to do with Vegas. It's just all those people there in one place. You got to hope that a lot of these guys stay out of trouble. That's all I'm saying. All right. So the first overall pick right now on the board, not sure there's a lot of great value. Looks yeah. like the Jaguars are kind of locked in. Aiden Hutchinson is minus 250 here on betmgm.com to be uh, the first overall pick. Seems to be that that's the way it's going to go. I don't know if Trayvon Walker there at plus 250, if you want to just sprinkle on it. I'm not sure looking up and down this. I mean, you know it's not going to be Malik Willis because they have Trevor Lawrence there. Right. The only way you think that maybe this changes if for some reason Jacksonville decides to trade that pick. We've heard nothing of that happening. So I guess I'm not going to say this is an automatic, but I'm not sure you're going to make a ton of cash off of a minus 250 pick of Aiden Hutchins. I agree. If anything, there's maybe a chance that they go offensive lineman. Personally, I think they should. And the top two O-linemen guys, Evan Neal, Akem, Wonu are both plus 1,200, 12 to 1. And then Trayvon Walker, the defensive player out of Georgia, is a plus 250. But Hutchinson, like you said, is the clear favorite. It sounds like just listening around to everything, the Jaguars owner, Shad Khan, wants Hutchinson. He wants the pass rusher. Doug Peterson, the head coach. Trent Baalke, the GM. They more so might be leaning offensive linemen. Obviously, it's the owner's team. He likely has final say. It'll probably be Hutchinson, and then they can pair him with Josh Allen. I agree with you, though. I don't think there's much value here. I think it's going to be Hutchinson. Usually, the number one pick is pretty well handicapped. It is interesting, though, as I flipped around and I'm looking at um, CBSSports.com, and they have all their mock drafts, and they updated them today. Five different guys, names that you know. Guy, you know, Pete Prisco's got his mock draft in here, and Prisco actually has. Evan Neal, the offensive lineman, going number one to Jacksonville. So if you trust Pete Prisco, you could make yourself a little bit of cash because Neal plus twelve hundred. That's you know that's not bad. Absolutely. If you throw it it down and you think that Pete Prisco is correct, that'd be the way to go. But it's interesting. Of the five guys, there are four different players that are slated in as being number one. Walker is listed up there. Uh, the old lineman you talked about from NC State there as well. Aiden Hutchinson's the only guy that got two votes. So it's interesting to me that I thought in listening to it that Hutchinson was the guy mm. and there wasn't any debate about it. But now you see, as I look over at CBS Sports, that no, I mean, even Walker, the kid from Georgia, the D lineman, is is got a, a first, you know, number one overall slot here from uh from one of the guys from CBS Sports. So 
Maybe maybe that minus 250 isn't exactly written in stone. I don't know. Yeah, it's a good point. The reason I love the O-line play so much, whichever guy you want to go with, looks at, look at Jacksonville's offseason, right? They bring in Brandon Sheriff from Washington. Right. They bring him on the O-line. You pair him with Cam Robinson as a tackle. Sheriff up the middle. Evan Ingram's now the tight end in yep. Jacksonville. Christian Kirk is now a wide receiver there. Travis Etienne comes back, back after yep. he missed all of last year. So you have a couple skill guys. You bring in another O-lineman, and now you have a chance to really solidify your line. Give yourself three cornerstone pieces up front, and you're going to go defensive end. I get it to have two great pass rushers, but it, there's just a lot of sense to be made for going O-lineman. That's why at 12-1, to 1, I think it's pretty good value because there's still a lot of time between now and and when the draft kicks off in a couple weeks, a lot of different conversations could be had. Do you remember the year Baker Mayfield went one when that was kind of a shock that day? Right, right. That morning, the odds kind of jumped in his favor. But up until then, he wasn't thought of to be the number one pick. Maybe this draft is kind of the same way. But I think it's worth taking a little shot at one of the old linemen 12-1 to 1, because looking at Jacksonville's offseason, building the offense the way they did, I think it makes sense that they bring in an offensive line. And if you're Jacksonville, how much did you look to see what how Cincinnati handled things surrounding Joe Burrow with skills guys? Mm. And now they're trying to build the offensive line as well because they figured out, as many people in the NFL figured out, you protect that quarterback, you get that quarterback that you have, your franchise guy, and they think Trevor Lawrence is that guy. Right. Some questions from other people on whether or not he is that guy, but that was just a messed up year in Jacksonville last year. That maybe O-line is the way to go. Just before we get back to that real quick, Toronto has scored again. They now lead the Capitals 2-0. Still there, 448 to go in the first period. Toronto now minus 650 on the money line. Caps are plus 425, but we're trying to get to that over 7. That's what we need in in an Ovechkin goal, and then it will be okay as long as the Caps can get back in this one. So, um if they do go O-line, mm-hmm. of those couple of guys, is there one that you lean to more than the other between the two offensive linemen that are listed there probably that are going to go in the top five? I think both are really good, and I think it just kind of depends on the team. I like Neil better for Jacksonville because of just the kind of athlete that he is. Neil is essentially a skill position guy playing in a big man's body. Well, he's your guy. I mean, he's an Alabama yeah, he's guy. Alabama. You that's that's fine. You know about it. And he is just, you know, when you throw screens and bubble, he's the kind of old lineman that just gets out and run. And Jacksonville, Trevor Lawrence is a mobile guy. And a lot of the stuff that they run when they do some zone reads or they want to get ETN or Robinson involved in the screen game, they threw a lot of short passes last year to protect Lawrence. You need an O-lineman that is athletic and can get out there, and I think Neal would work great in that system. Either one would be okay, but for Jacksonville personally, I think Neal would be better. To me, if I'm trying to decide between two guys, I'm going with a guy who played with a winning program. Mm. And Obviously, Neal played at Alabama, a much bigger, better winning program than NC State. No offense to all you Wolfpack fans out there, but let's be honest, Alabama football compared to NC State.